at SAFM Radio and at Ashraf Gada on Twitter. And that final score, Mamalodi Sundowns won, uh, Polokwane City won. So that is a final score there. And there's another big game in the Champions League. That's in European Champions League coming up just now with Liverpool and Bayern Munich. But that's after 10. Let's talk innovation now. Uh, so we, we try and touch on this, whether it's innovative mind thoughts, innovative innovation around actual product and all those type of things. And we need to talk about it because it's important. And we hope that you'll be inspired about that. Let's uh, let's find out more about IDECO. I hope I pronounced it all correctly. I-D-E-C-O. Marius Kutsia is with me. He is the CEO of IDECO. Marius, could check into you. Hello. Good evening. Okay, now I'm saying IDECO. I think you're going to tell me IDECO. You tell me what it is. <laughs> because, because there's a play that that's very important in terms of what we're going to talk about next. Yes, let's start by saying IDECO is the identity company. Okay. Um, so we, we say IDECO because we on the African side of the Guru Wars Gordain, as they say. Um, but um, I think the, the right word to say it is IDECO. Okay, and then playing up with the word ID, right. So tell me what does IDECO do, and, and you are going to tell us about uh, you know, that important identification when you travel and how things are changing already. Yes. Um, as an organization, we basically focus exclusively on identity solutions. Now, now the only way to really define uh, an identity or determine an identity is to use biometrics. Um, so biometrics um, is... Uh, technology that basically uh, can look at fingerprints uh, or can look at the face of a person or can look at the iris of the person. Even the voice of the person itself um, is being used to identify the person. So every every trait that can be used to definitively identify the person um, is some of the technology we would utilize. Um, and that would basically help us to identify the person. And once the, the, the person is identified, there's trust in the transaction, and that transaction can be concluded uh, with, with uh, basically uh, very limited risk. Um, if I say transactions, I mean, the question is, when you open a bank account, for, for as an example, uh, the process of verifying the fingerprint against the database of home affairs, that is an um, uh, account origination transaction, um, and the person is, the, the identity is being confirmed by home affairs because we've registered ourselves at home affairs with fingerprints, um, the same can go for access to a building or access to a premises or to a stadium uh, where, where facial recognition can be used to, to verify that this person is allowed to actually enter this premises or this person is allowed to actually um, uh, access a plane to fly to, some, to, to a particular destination, etc., etc. So biometrics is the means by which a person can be identified definitively. Hmm. Now, I take it that in terms of biometrics, the, the, the usage, I mean, maybe you can tell us in South Africa and worldwide, what's the usage of biometrics and, and what's it likely to be, let's say, in five years from now? All right. Biometrics um, started originally with fingerprint technology because um, it's, it's been uh, in, in the civil environment or the criminal environment, it's been used for many years now to uh, to want to, on, you know, on a crime scene, as an example, fingerprints might be picked up from the, from the scene itself, and that could be used in the criminal record center to identify a person, uh, a criminal uh, that has been involved in a particular case. So, fingerprint technology is most likely the most uh, uh, mature biometric technology that we will find. As a result of that, um, there are today in South Africa hundreds of thousands of fingerprint readers that's uh, implemented in. 
buildings for the purpose of accessing a particular premises um, or for the purpose of um, seeing who is actually at the premises um, at the work today uh, for the purpose of payroll at the end of the month, as an example. Um, so the technology has, however, quite evolved quite uh, um, fast over the last few years. And, and that's why we're seeing facial recognition becoming quite mainstream. Uh, now, facial recognition, as an example, um, we, we've seen it many years ago, uh, or quite a few years ago already with Facebook, as an example. When you, when you show a picture on Facebook, there's a little block that comes around the, the face. Mm. And once you put a name, you know, in the, uh, you, you put a description in that particular, for that particular face, Thereafter, Facebook will know every time that picture comes up, it is Marius could see as an image that, um, that that's basically portrayed. So over the years, technology like facial recognition has evolved. Today, we see facial surveillance or video surveillance at, at many places. Mm. I'm just walking mm. Joburg uh, or at airports. Every premises, every major point, as an example, has cameras everywhere. And those cameras are basically video streams that go to the control room. Uh, now, the control room, adding facial recognition technology to that control room has now the ability to say, actually, put a name to that particular face that's walking through the premises or walking um, or uh, entering, boarding a particular plane, as an example. Um, Biometrics application of that over the last few years has evolved from the traditional access control or time and attendance or workforce management to really making our lives as, as consumers, as, as, as people, make it very simple, very easy, and very safe also. Um, you know, we would, we would see an incident happen at a particular venue. Uh, there's, there's the video streams, as I said earlier, that, that's basically feeding into, uh, into the control rooms. But with facial technology, facial recognition technology, but, um, we, we now have, in addition to the surveillance, we actually can identify the perpetrators in a particular event. Um, and, and that's helping crime intelligence and crime uh, prevention quite quite a lot. So from the, the making life easy uh, uh, as, as a consumer, I mean, a, a simple example on fingerprint recognition is all our cell phones. Most of the cell phones today have a fingerprint uh, sensor built into it. Now, you cannot use that fingerprint uh, recognition technology in a major, uh, uh, let's call it a civil application like our home office, but at least, that phone would recognize my finger and as a result of it, it would make my life convenient for unlocking my phone so that I can use my phone. <coughs> so, yeah, you okay? Let me just yeah, remind okay. chatting to Marius Kutsir, who's the CEO of uh, IDECO, 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 I-D-E-C-O. We talked about facial recognition, uh, issue of biometrics and how that's changed the way we do things. What, what about, and understand, you know, you, you're suggesting in terms of the brief that it's already changed or changing at certain airports around the world and we could see that becoming mainstream. Because, I mean, obviously, airports, you need your passport, you need your visa. What else do you need besides your plane ticket? How, how is that changing? So there are quite a few projects globally that's already happened today where, where, my, where the face of the person becomes the passport. Um, the face of the person becomes the ticket to, end to board a particular plane. The face of the person becomes uh, uh, the, the key to, to unlock the door of the rental car um, or even to, to, to start the car. I, I mean, to be an example, some of the... Some of the brands um, in the world, car, car manufacturers, are already putting fingerprint technology in the car itself for the purpose of starting the car. Um, so, so 
the, the effortlessness, or I mean, it's totally seamless almost, um, in, or it will be seamless in the future for you as a consumer uh, to travel from uh, a particular uh, point of departure to a destination. Uh, I can give you examples of um, uh, airports in Australia, airports in, in uh, Dubai. Dubai talks about the biometric path. So, so there's actually the, the whole passport control process in Dubai, for that matter, if you are um, obviously a registered uh, um, user for this particular service, your, your, your passport control process becomes literally a, a walk in the path, I can almost say. Um, because while you walk through that particular path, um, there's cameras that looks at your face, um, there's cameras that you look at your, that picks up the iris, and based on those biometric modalities, mm. um, it will identify you, and based on that, we know whether you're well, allowed to the, wor- the, the world's or not. the world's certainly changing. Let's leave it at that. Marius Kutsia, uh, CEO of uh, IDECO. Feel free to tweet us to me, Ashraf Gand, NSFM Radio, uh, on Twitter, and certainly the same on Facebook as well. Just share your details and links, and we'll certainly pass it on as well. All very, very interesting indeed. So there you are, biometrics and the importance that it's playing and will play in your life, whether you like it or you don't. Let's get to the paper next.